Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 70. Stace, love being in this space with you. And uh, and I know for whatever reason, my English accent, when I introduce, when I say hello, hello, everybody, mm-hmm. somehow gives you the giggles of so those watching <laughs> on YouTube. For some weird reasons, Stacey always finds that hilarious. But I think it's because she loves the English accent, right? So, um, yeah. but Stacey, this is episode 70, so it's another milestone. And, um, and it's weird. We're recording this before um, the Mind, Body, Spirit show in the UK that we're doing for four days. Um, but it's going to be, it's, it's being released the day after or the day, the last day of the event. So, it's, uh, it's super interesting times because I'm looking forward to that event. It's over four days. It's going to be 20,000 people. And, you know, it's interesting because we're actually going to get to have um, mindful conversations in person. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we have lots of conversations via Zoom with our clients on Clubhouse and on Instagram. and yeah, But there's not actually many conversations we have in person. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure it's going to be super intense. You fly to London on Wednesday. So, yeah, fun times for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling um, like a mix of nervousness and excitement. The idea of being in front of all these people and the work that we've put into it um, just feels like we're going to we're going to learn a lot. I'm sure we're going to learn a lot. So, um yeah, so it's going to be fun. It's uh, it's yeah, it's going to be a new experience, I'm sure. So um, so friends, we're we're recording this, and you'll listen to it on day four of an amazing event. I'm sure it's going to be great for for everybody, and we're looking forward to it. And um, it's interesting. We're recording this on um, on May nineteenth, which is also a new moon in uh, in Taurus. And I guess the reason I mentioned that it does feel like we're going into new vibration. And uh, the last couple of months for just about everybody we spoke to has been super intense. So um, I really hope we are going into this new vibration, can feel it. It's like a new wave. So uh, I'm excited and I'm excited for this episode. I'm really excited about this episode. And I I shouldn't be like... um favoring episodes over one another because we talk about a lot of powerful topics but this one for me feels really special so yes this week's episode is all about angel experiences and i guess before we begin kind of giving examples and um you know angel experiences what do they really mean a lot of, a lot of time when people hear angel experiences they think of you know, kind of angels in the sky, um, you know, kind of experiences from a different realm. Um, you know, I, I certainly have two of my guides. Um, one's my dad, one, one's my ex-mentor who's no longer in this realm. I would see them both as as angelic angels for me, right, and on the other realm. But on the flip side, I think the thing that we miss a lot of the time is earthbound angels where we get people in our lives that do guide us, hold our space from a from an earthbound experience. So this episode will cover really all sorts of angel experiences and really kind of talk about, because the first stage for me is actually really thinking and considering and becoming aware of 
our experiences around us and truly appreciate them. And how many of us probably have had angel experiences, but maybe discount them as everyday experiences? For me, angel experiences are when somebody, some soul, some guide holds my space um, in some way shows me a loving experience uh, and in some way shows me unconditional love. And we, you, know, you talk a lot about in your book about asking God to show up and show off. I think the perfect definition of, of an angel experience is when God, the universe, our guides, shows off. What does angel experiences mean to you, Stace? So I've been thinking about this a lot um, because for so long, for me, an angel experience would be <clears throat> not a human experience. Um, and I've definitely had some of those for sure. But to me, um, an angel experience is when our higher power, God, aligns for someone to be divinely placed at a time when we need them. And in a way that we wouldn't have expected. And the first like really mind blowing angel experience that I want to talk about happened to me when I was around the age of 22, um, because my, I had one child and my oldest, and she was around two at the time. And I had gone to visit a friend in New Jersey in the winter time and a storm was blowing in. And I chose to leave during the storm, which ended up being a full-blown blizzard. And I'm driving late at night um, down a big highway that's well-known in the U.S. And it's one lane. You can barely see anything. My little girl is asleep in the back. And I slid in the snow and I wrecked my car. And... I was able to get the car moving again, but the steering wheel was shaking and it was clear that my car wasn't in the shape to get me home. And the weather was so bad that it contributed to, to the fear of how I was going to get home. <clears throat> now at this time, um, I had maybe $20 in my bank account and enough gas to get me home. And that was it. And I pulled over to a gas station and I called my mom in tears, you know, not sure what to do. And a gentleman was right behind me driving in the same bad weather with his wife and his son. And he overheard what was happening with me. <clears throat> and he approached me with his wife and said, we heard that you're in trouble and we wanted to help. And long story short, he and his wife drove me to a hotel, paid for my room, and handed me $200 in cash and said, just make sure that one day you pay it forward. And I am telling you, without that man, I have no idea how I would have navigated that situation I mean, I, it was like such an irresponsible decision. And this person was placed at exactly the time that I needed help. And I, I have thought about that so many times when I've seen somebody who's in distress or needs help, I think of what I committed to him that I would pay it forward. And
And here it is, you know, 20 plus years later, and it still stands out in my mind. Like I was being watched over that night. Yeah. And that's just a beautiful example of, um, you know, we are watched over, right? Sure. You trust it. There's going to be times. And it reminds me of an example. Actually, I wasn't even thinking about this before when we were talking about it, but you know, when I just, just learned how to drive, I was, um, it's another driving story, I guess that's why I remembered, but I just learned how to drive and, um, I was driving my brother's car and bear in mind, you know, at the time he was, he'd remodeled cars and stuff. So this was kind of a car that he built. So he remodeled it, he sprayed it. It was all kind of his pride and joy. And I was driving along and, um, you know, another car next to me, as, as we, as we left the lights, um, that car started driving towards me. So maybe I wasn't experienced enough and I, and I started to move away. I managed to hit the curb and the car went on its roof. And um, my first thought was, oh, my God, I need to tell my brother. This is his car. Da, da, da. I wasn't even thinking about, was I in pain? I was like, I just need to call my brother. And it's like, um, didn't have a mobile phone those days. So I got, I somehow managed to get out of the car. It was, it was nighttime. So, but there was a, there was a factory opposite. And so I went into the factory and somehow I got to a phone, rang my brother. He was more worried about me, obviously, than the car. Um, and I got back to the car. By the time I got back to the car, there was a crowd around it and the police were there and, you know, it was all, and I was like, okay, that's his, you know, away from a brother and stuff. And the, the police, the policeman was like, is that your car? And I was like, yeah. Um, and I explained to him what happened. And he looked at me, he looked at the car. He looked at me, he looked at the car. And I was like, what's going on? He's like, um, how did you get out that car? And I looked at the car and the roof on my side was crushed in. And I have no clue how I survived that accident. By all rights, I should have got some sort of injury. I got out of the car with a few scratches, but uh, to this day, I don't know how I got out of the car. And I didn't even, it, it's like in that moment, it didn't even occur to me. I was too, too worried about other stuff. And it's just like, just the look on the policeman's face that day was, actually even now I think about it, I remember it. he was just in shock. He just looked at the car in his own unique, kind of unique way. And I think that for me is some of those moments, I forgot about that moment. So until you gave your example, it's not a moment that I was thinking about talking about here, right? So, you know, I guess, I guess for our listeners, just it really is important that we go back and remember those times when, you know, God, source, however you want to look at it, showed off for us. And yes, it could be those traumatic times when we had car accidents and whatever, but it's also those magical times. You know, in many ways, um, actually, you were guided to me. You know, the work that we do, the healing that we do, you know, our, our upbringing is totally different. I grew up in, in London, in the UK. Actually, I grew up in an area called Leicester in the UK. Um, Hindu, totally different upbringing to you. You, you know, you, you live in rural or used to live in rural US. There's, no logical way our path would have would have crossed with our clubhouse. So, and I, I do feel that in some way we had a soul contract. We were meant to meet. We were meant to create the mentorship program, this podcast, and everything else. That for me was again, God in His own way showing off. So, 
it's you know it's interesting when we give term to things like angel experiences and but for me it is really when something happens that truly shows that there's more going on in this universe than just meets the eye and whether it's an angelic experience of you know kind of god showing off in a way that we can't explain whether it's a human angel that comes into our life when we least expect it mm-hmm. and it, and it's you know i mean I'll, I'll just give you another another little example of today that I, again i wasn't really thinking about but you know i for those that are watching youtube i'm drinking a starbucks and um and as I said, you know, today's April 19th. I talk a lot about new vibration coming and new energy and whatever else. And I, I mean, May 19th. Hey? May 19th. May 19th, sorry. And it's like, you know, I I, I talk about it because also I want to experience it. I want to manifest it. I want to, you know, it's that. And it has been a heavy energy for the last couple of months. So, you know, there's me trying to manifest it and stuff. I walk into Starbucks. I'm standing in the queue. Actually, I picked up my Starbucks and just as I was walking away, I heard this um two 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 uh two teenagers let's go that way were just and they they one of them mentioned the new moon and as i picked up my my my, my chai tea as it is um i just turned around and said yes new moon today it's a perfect time to manifest and um and you know i was just about to walk away and then we then got into a deep conversation around you know what do you need to manifest how do you manifest then we moved on to kind of talking about horoscopes and, you know, I talked more about the soul journey than the human journey and soul contracts. And we went into this deep conversation that I had no idea we were going to have. I, I was in a bit of a rush anyway, so I was I was trying to get my Starbucks and go. But I really feel at the time, there's a part of me that wanted to feel that new vibration, wanted to feel like I was heard. And I do, you know, I do this podcast and I, and I know I have a lot of opportunities to be heard. But even with everything we do, there's still times when I really, I really feel I needed that reminder that new vibration was coming and there are people out there that really want to listen. And if we can influence, you know, the younger generation in that way, imagine what impact they could have. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was a small experience that I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just another way of, of God showing off. Mm-hmm. And Stace, in your book and lots of other areas, you have so many examples of angel experiences. So I'd love for you to pick one and just share one with us um, where, you know, you really felt, whether it was an earthbound angel or an angelic angel, you really felt angels working around us. So... um the, the one that comes to mind, and I know we've been talking a lot about car experiences, but it, it's such a significant one in my life. And I talk about it in the book um, and trigger warning for those who might be sensitive. Um, my, my son got into his car one day four years ago and made a choice that he was going to try to end his own life. And so he ran his car into a tree at 100 miles an hour. And on the very day, on the very, you know, quaint country road that he chose, there happened to be um, an off-duty firefighter who was um, cleaning windows um, on the street 
that my son chose, um, very rural. Um, and the guy was cleaning windows. His name was Nick. And he heard the familiar sound of a car crashing. And he jumped into his truck without thinking and drove to the scene of the accident. And when he got there, my son was only breathing one to two times per minute. And Nick stabilized his airway. And then he tried to pick up his cell phone to call for help and there was no service. So he had to run down the road um, till he could get service and he called for help. And when he turned around, my son's car was on fire and he happened to have a fire extinguisher in the back of his truck. And, you know, um, I used to not even be able to get through that story without crying. But that man literally saved my son's life. And he was divinely placed on that day with the skill set that he had while he's helping clean windows of some random person's house at the very time that my son would make this life-changing decision. And I am still in awe four years later that that series of events happened the way it did because my son didn't choose a busy road. He chose a place where he thought no one would find him. And to have somebody who would not only be um, there for that to ha when that's happening, but to have the skill set to be able to do what was needed to be done urgently to save my son's life is just profound. And to have a fire extinguisher. Yeah. I mean, I, I just look back at it even now and I'm like, I just, it's, it's mind blowing. And, um, there were so many experiences through the time. Um, I guess the other thing that I'll talk about is there was a security guard, um, in the hospital who stood like right on the, in the main lobby near the elevators. And, you know, my son was in the hospital for quite a while. So you kind of get to know familiar faces, but you're also in a state of shock for most of the time you're there. So not really super aware of what's happening around you. And I was, I knew that this gentleman's energy was there, you know, like I knew like that where he stood and that kind of thing. But, um, a few days into being there at the hospital, um, we were coming down the elevator one day and he looked at me and I looked at him and I knew that we were having a conversation without saying anything. And the only thing that he said was he looked at me and he was like, you're going to blow the doors off the church. And I remember just being really startled by that because I was having all of these really significant spiritual experiences, angelic experiences. And this man was like there with this exchange kind of validating that. And he ended up being a really pivotal part in me, um, like speaking my truth and talking about the experiences that I had. 
Um, and I think that's, that's kind of what earthbound angels do. They inspire us to open up even more, you know, to, to like the greater world around us and to what's happening. I don't know. Like there were so many things where I was through the whole experience where I would just be like, did that really happen? You know, did that person just happen to be there? I mean, I guess the, the one other thing I'll talk about, I know I'm talking a lot. Um, we had so many angels in our community like organizing fundraisers and helping us with like our day-to-day -day needs. And I, I had no idea that a community could rally around us in the way that they did. But I will tell you during that season, there wasn't a need of our family that went unmet between the community angels, the angels at the hospital. The, like, it was like, we were surrounded in the darkest season of our life with the most powerful, encouraging support network that, you know, I, I, in my book, I thank the community for that because our community was angels. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's like when we're in our darkest, deepest moments, I, I, you know, I really do believe the universe is there to support us, our guides, God's source, whatever you want to call it. The only challenge is it's on those moments that we really struggle to see it. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage our listeners to really think about and maybe journal on what are your magic moments? What, what are your angelic experiences? What are the, and, and think of the times when people just showed up and maybe you didn't ask. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, there's people that should just show up in our life for a short period of time. I mean, we talked about our life recently. There's um, reason, season, life, right? Some, some, that like security guard you mentioned, you know, maybe God, source, universe sent him just for a short period of time um, as an earthbound angel to give you a message mm -hmm. to remind you that you're here to do big things. Mm -hmm. You're going to blow the door, blow the doors open. It's just that, you know, it's, um, as I say, when it, when you're in those moments, it's really hard to to appreciate the magic. Mm -hmm. And you know, in many ways, I'm blessed uh, in in terms of a lot of the experience I've ever had. It's just, for example, you know, two of my guides being angels that were earthbound, right? I mean, my dad, I lost my dad twenty five years plus ago, and many many ways I remember him humanly. But, but I know he's ascended and I couldn't, you know, I, I just assumed he wasn't near me because he was too busy doing what he, what he was doing. And it, it took um, a couple of people in my life and you being one just to basically say to me, well, no, he's around your energy a lot. And I, you know, I feel my guys, I feel my angels, but I didn't feel his energy. And the reason I didn't was because he was around me all the time. And it's interesting how you, you know, you, you saw an image of him and actually painted it for me. It's in my lounge as a, as, as, uh, as really displayed because it's angelic. His, his energy is angelic. It's what you saw. And it's again, it's those type of experience that we really need to remind ourselves with. Because when, when we really think about what are my angel experiences and sure, you know, you may have experiences where angels have appeared in your dreams. Um, you know, you may have experiences where, you have you have had angelic experiences in the other realms. And if you have, great, document them too. But also take time to document and journal about your 
your human angels. Because when you do that, you do that couple of things. One is you're creating a magic moment for yourself. So you're really solidifying that moment. But also what you're doing on top of that is you're asking the universe for more of those moments because you're documenting them and you're manifesting it. And then you're saying to the universe, I want more of these angelic experiences. And the universe will be like, all right, here you go. If you're open to the magic. And, you know, I, I'll talk about one of mine briefly, and I've talked about it before, but it's that, you know, I, I was very much focused on the corporate world. And, you know, I had a friend at the time who was jealous of my success. And in Hinduism, whatever, she 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 knew some black magic so she did a ceremony so i would lose my success and at that time i had no no clue i was i was on a corporate path i was very much mental didn't know much about the spiritual side so you know when i got made redundant i just thought it was a normal thing and i just assumed because i was good at what i do that i'd find a job pretty quickly but it was two years again i was just being oblivious to it but in those two years if um my sister hadn't moved from Leicester and she could, she got a job in London. If she hadn't moved to Leicester and was helping me pay the mortgage, et cetera, because she was, you know, she was there and I was out of work. If she wasn't there, then I probably would have been homeless. And in many ways, I was going through the experience of, you know, kind of losing that success, being made redundant, being out of work. But I really feel that God was making sure I was looked after. And then even coming through it, Again, I was oblivious to everything. And a friend of mine called me. She's like, I really want to go and see this religious lady because I, I want to ask about my brother. I was, she's like, will you come with me? Because, you know, it's near, near you. It's around the corner from me. I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I had no clue I was going there for me. But I was guided to this lady who said to me, somebody's done something to you. And as soon as she said that, I got an image in my head and I saw what happened. But again, if those series of things hadn't happened that got me to go and see this lady and then even she said, I can't fix it for you, but I can see what's, what's been done. But she goes, I can help. I can send off in India. And and and, he, and, he, and she did. She sent off to India. She got it fixed. And within two days of me knowing I got it fixed and I got an interview and like five, six days later, I, I got a director level role. But And all of that's mm-hmm. great. And, you know, that started me on my spiritual journey, opened me up to spirituality. But the reason I'm telling you there's a series of things that happened that I could have I could have got so focused on, oh my God, somebody's done black magic to me. Oh my God, you know, I was I was depressed, out of work and whatever else you want to look at. And yes, obviously it drained me. But when I look back now, I don't remember, I don't think of that darkness. I think about, wow, how blessed was I that my sister was there to help me out. And, you know, um, I know she was listening to the podcast, so Resh, I love you. Thank you for, for being there and supporting me. And, you know, um, and then the friend of mine that took me to see this lady, it's the universe was looking after us. The universe does look after us. So all, for all our listeners, please just take time and really ask that question. How is the universe shown often? Because it's so easy to focus on the the really painful times and the pain that we're going through because the last couple of months have been intense. We have been feeling it. But it's like, you know, we do, we do have earthbound angels. I mean, Again, another example, we have an event coming up next week and, you know, the same sister I was talking about, she's helped us get the canvases ready and, you know, some of the other stuff, she's going to be helping us at the event. Again, you know, I don't think we could have got ready with the event without her. So, you know, it's just, I really believe there's so many angels around us. And for sure, I'd encourage all all our listeners to 
take time and just feel the angelic angels around you too. You know, close your eyes and just feel the power of your guys around you. Feel the angels around you. Take time to, to know how much you are loved on the other side too. Take note of your dreams. Take note of your experiences. At the same time, take note of your human experiences. Who can you ring up today and say, thank you. Thank you for being my angel. You've been there for me at such a level that I can't even tell, explain to you in words. Like Stace, you've been there for me in ways that I can't even express for you in words. You've held my space. You've guided me. We do so much healing and it lifts my soul every time we do it. So thank you. Feel the same way, buddy. Feel the same way. So I went off with a little tangent. I guess I got a little bit passionate about this topic because I do, it's times like this, I do feel blessed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's powerful when you take the time to reflect because <clears throat> we always do like a little pre-call friends where we like, okay, you know, what, what are we going to do with this? And there was kind of this question mark, like not sure what's going to come up, but it's so beautiful that we've, kind of opened ourselves up to reflecting on some of these experiences that we've had. And yes, I delved deep into some of them in my book. Um, but I, I think the biggest thing is when we tell the stories, it's like we're saying thank you again to God and the universe for allowing us that experience when we acknowledge it, you know? So so that's I, I think I got more mm -hmm. emotional in this episode than you did. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? What's happening to the world? Yeah, but it's a, this is a beautiful episode and hopefully inspires our listeners to just kind of take a moment and reflect, you know, how, how have you been watched over, looked out for, cared for in your time of need? Who has shown up for you unexpectedly? What reflections do you have from that experience? These are just a few things to ask yourself and maybe you take some time to journal and allow yourself to open up to some of those experiences where like it just feels like the universe aligned to look out for you in a time of need. And um, I really encourage you to do that in some writing because it does put you in a space of gratitude. Okay, my needs are being met. I'm, I'm being looked out for even when it feels like I'm in the darkest season of my life. I mean, some of my most significant angel experiences happened in my darkest hour. And I could see those things happening when I was in it, but it's even more powerful now to reflect back on it. That's that's the reality of the way we exist with this. We grow so much with pain. And um you know, I'd encourage our listeners to to think about your most painful moments, but don't relive the painful moments. Think about what you had to go through to really shine and get through it. And what did you learn from it? What were your experiences? Who showed up for you? And maybe it wasn't a human. Maybe there's something that just happened that somehow guided you through the other side, that allowed you to be become the person you are today. Take time to be proud of you. How have you shown up for other people and been an angel for somebody else? Mm -hmm. Powerful episode, Stace. Always, always love sharing this space with you. Um, honestly, never, never really know what's going to come through on each episode. You know, we, I'm sure you can all listen that we just go with the flow. We really do trust that whatever's meant to come through us on each episode does come through. 
Um, Stace, I feel very blessed sharing this space with you. And as we close this episode out, I'd love for you to share anything that's in your heart with our listeners. So um, we didn't talk about this at the beginning of the episode, but there is something that Nims and I have been working on that I'm really excited about talking about. <clears throat> you know, when I wrote my book, I didn't want to just tell my story. I wanted there to be an introspective way for the reader to dive deeper into their journey. And so what you'll find in the book is at the end of each chapter, there is a life lesson and a journal prompt style question for the reader. But we wanted to take it a step further. So Namesh and I have just now released a 30-day intentional journal, and it can act as a companion to the book, or it can stand alone. So if you're somebody who has been trying to figure out how to journal and have an impact on your life, instead of just dumping words on a page, this is a great place to start. You can go to Namesh's website to purchase. And I just wanted to mention that here because as this episode is being released, we are at the Mind, Body, Spirit event selling these journals and the books. And so I'm excited about announcing it for those of you who have been asking for more. We have more for you. So that's that's kind of my little share there. Um, just want to make sure that people know that this is coming out and um, very complimentary to the book. So if you're looking for a, a deeper dive into the journaling experience, this is it. Beautiful. And yeah, and journaling is such a big part of what we do, Stace. We talk a lot about it. And you know, the the technique that that that, that you that you channel that that's articulated in is really, really is life-changing. It allows you to do all the multiple facets of journaling that allows you to go deep. And the other thing actually we should quickly mention is we've just finished or we're about to finish our our current group mentorship program, which is beautiful. We love changing lives. We love the, the impact it has. Um, many ways we feel we're guided to, to guide other people to shine the light in the ways meant to. But it's just beautiful seeing people, the experiences that people go through and just how everyone's shining their light and really showing up. And the reason I mentioned that is because as this group program finishes, we will be starting another one um, near the end of June, probably end of June, early July. We haven't picked the final date yet. Um, probably think thinking around June 26th, um, but again, it depends on availability of the people that sign up. Our group program is a maximum of five people because we want to keep it small. We want to keep it intimate. We really want to work with the people on a small enough group really feel the five are always kind of in some way divinely guided. So if a group mentorship program is something that appeals to you, you can go to any one of our websites and book a free discovery call. We'll take you through the details. It's a 12-week program where we have weekly calls. We work on all four of your bodies, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. We'll give you modalities you can use. We give you techniques you can use that you can take away with them for the rest of your life. Really help you understand your programming, how to shine your light, you know, just we should really come with the health warning, I guess, a little bit because we do get you to go deep. And, you know, we ask you to play full out. If this sounds like something you're ready for, then book a free discovery call for on any of our websites. Thank you for this episode, Stace. I love sharing this space with you. Um, just love this topic. And I'm really looking forward and excited to to for people to listen to this episode. Just so everyone knows, everyone knows that when we record an episode like this, we have a topic of the week. 
So we record this episode the day it goes. We publish it on 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 the Monday. Normally on the Tuesday we go on Instagram Live, and on Tuesday also the day after we have a clubhouse room where we talk about it. Um, so come and join us on any of those platforms. Um, it's great to continue the conversation from the podcast to an Instagram Live to a clubhouse. That week, I, I mean, it's, it's the day after the event, so we may tweak the timings here or there. Who knows? But we'll have a clubhouse room and we'll go into Grab Live on this topic. Come and join us. Um, I encourage you to follow us on Instagram too. We're always posting content there in terms of guiding you to your journey. So thank you, everyone. Sending everyone so much love and light. Thank you for being here. I feel so, so blessed with all the feedback. If you have any feedback, let us know. Send us a message. Sending everyone so much love and light. Bye for now.